Welcome to Grace Abounds. I'm Pastor Jen Shaw, and in this podcast, I'm sharing my Sunday sermons from St. John's Lutheran Church, Palm Desert, California. I'm so grateful that you've joined us, and I trust that these words build you up in faith, hope, and love. There's a moving scene at the end of the second movie in the Lord of the Rings trilogy. When heroes Sam and Frodo are surrounded by enemy forces and under siege in their quest to destroy the One Ring and the evil power it represents. Frodo is exhausted and discouraged and doesn't think he can go on. But Sam reminds him of the stories of heroes in the past who did not give up despite all the darkness and danger they faced. They kept going because they were holding on to something. And when Frodo asks, what? Sam replies, there's some good in this world and it's worth fighting for. The clarion call of the Apostle Paul in our reading from Ephesians 6. Paul visited the city of Ephesus several times and spent three years there during his third missionary journey, proclaiming the good news of life in Christ and inviting people into community, into the church, to share this good news with others. In the first three chapters of his letter, Paul reminds the Ephesians of the good news. Jesus Christ, God in the flesh, loves us so much that he joined with us in our humanity, lived a life of grace and truth, suffered and died and rose again to life, taking us with him into life everlasting and abundant. Christ is, as Peter declares in our reading from John 6 today, the Holy One of God, who has the words of eternal life. In Christ, we are forgiven, we are saved, we are set free. And one day, in the fullness of time, Christ will come again and make all things new. He will bring an end to sin and suffering and death. He will heal us and the whole creation. In the words of St. Julian of Norwich, all shall be well, and all shall be well, and all manner of thing shall be well. At the beginning of the fourth chapter of his letter, Paul writes, therefore, indicating that he is moving from proclamation to exhortation, from proclaiming God's grace for us to encouraging us to share God's grace with others from the wondrous gift of life God gives us to how we are to live our life every day, how we are to speak and act in relationship with God and each other, how we are to do the good work that God has given us to do. As Paul declares in his writing and in his life, 
The good work of Christ is worth doing. The good news of Christ is worth speaking. There is good in this world, and it's worth fighting for. Fighting for good in this world is worth it. And fighting for good in this world is hard. Paul writes his letter to the Ephesians from Rome, where he was imprisoned by religious and political authorities threatened by his proclamation of the life-changing gospel of Christ. He is, as he writes, an ambassador in chains for the gospel, surrounded by Roman soldiers who wore armor and were prepared to use force against him. Paul knew from personal experience that we live in a broken, sinful world. This was the latest in a series of imprisonments that Paul experienced. And before that, he had been beaten and whipped and shipwrecked. He suffered from hunger and thirst and sleepless nights. He was threatened by a riot in the city of Ephesus among those who made their livelihood crafting idols because Paul drew people to faith in Christ and away from worshiping Greco-Roman gods and the purchase of idols used in worshiping them. Paul knew we live in a world in which we face darkness and danger. A world in which there are, as Paul writes, rulers and authorities who oppose God and God's good purposes, cosmic powers of this present and passing darkness, spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. In other words, corporate and personal evil that is beyond but also works through the free will agency of human beings when we choose to speak and act in ways that cause harm, when we fail to love God and one another, when we align ourselves with the corrupt powers of this fallen world. Our fight, Paul writes, is against these forces of evil, not against enemies of flesh and blood, not against our fellow human beings who are all made in the image of God, who are all loved by God, whom we are called to love without exception. Jesus said, love your neighbor as yourself and love your enemies. And this is my commandment, that you love one another. Ultimately, our fight is not with each other. Our fight is with the violence and malice and greed we inflict on each other, wherever we may find it, even in ourselves. 
In the words of Pastor Bill Loader, love looks carefully enough to be angry at injustice, to identify hurt and pain and attitudes which cause them, and to respond not in order to hate, but in order to love and restore. Associations evoked by the military metaphor can distract from that and turn us away from loving enemies. Understood in the context not of fighting or hating people, but of loving them, which also confronts corruption and hate, it can be life-giving. We need people who love enough to think and discern and see what is really happening in themselves and in their world, and to hear what God has to say into our situations, cutting through to what really matters. And so, in our fight for good against evil, Paul encourages his friends in Christ to find our strength in the Lord. Put on the whole armor of God. Pray in the Spirit at all times. We cannot, do not, fight alone. Cosmic spiritual forces cannot be overcome with merely human means. On our own, we don't have the strength. But we are not on our own. Our strength is in the Lord, the everlasting God who does not faint or grow weary. God's goodness will outlast the evil of this world. God's love will overcome all the hate. God's life will destroy death forever. Trusting in God, giving our lives to Christ, resting in the power of the Holy Spirit, we will stand. We will stand for good. We will stand against evil. As Paul writes, putting on the whole armor of God, doing everything we can, we will stand firm. It wasn't until I was preparing this sermon that I realized these words in Ephesians are the inspiration for a saying in a seasonal devotional that moved me so much, I pulled the page out of the devotional and hung it on my wall. It reads, When you've done all you can, stand and remember the times when you did all you could and you stood and the Lord stepped in. The whole armor we put on is God's, the Lord's gift to us, the daily outfit of our new life transformed by grace, the gear we wear that equips us for ministry, for doing the work that builds up the community of faith, for fighting the good fight. I invite you to feel yourself 
wearing the armor of God, the breastplate of righteousness, our heart defended with the assurance that Christ has set things right for us. The Holy Spirit dwells within us. We are beloved children of God. The belt of truth, being honest to our core, being genuinely decent, being people of integrity. The shoes of peace, walking through life as Jesus did, bringing calm, bringing restoration, bringing wholeness, carrying the shield of faith, a living, daring confidence in God's grace, so sure and certain that believers would stake our lives on it a thousand times over. As Martin Luther defined faith, Faith that allows us to withstand whatever the world throws at us. The helmet of salvation. Knowing that our life, now and forever, is in the steady, loving hands of our good and gracious God. And the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. The Greek term here for word is rima, and it means saying, teaching, message, words that need to be spoken in a particular situation. The only weapon Paul names among our armor is speaking the truth in love speaking words that are necessary for building up, speaking words that give grace to all who hear, speaking the words the Spirit gives us to say. We find these words. We find strength to speak the good news and do the good work of Christ we find courage to fight the good fight in prayer, in constant conversation with God, in open communication with the Holy Spirit. Pause and feel the spirit of life in the rhythm of your breath. Listen for the spirit to guide you in all the truth. Trust the Spirit will show you the way. Paul closes his letter to his friends in Ephesus with asking them to pray for him, that he would be given the words to declare the mystery of the gospel with boldness. And he did. Paul wrote this letter to the Ephesians only a few years before he was martyred for the gospel. Paul stood firm in the strength of the Lord by the grace of Christ through the power of the Spirit. He kept going through all the danger and darkness he faced 
He fought the good fight. And he gives us these words to remind us. There's some good in this world, and it's worth fighting for. Amen. Thanks for listening. We're doing this every week, so make sure to subscribe. If you'd like more information about St. John's mission to know Christ and make Christ known, visit our website, stjohnslutheran.church. May God bless you on this day and in all the days ahead.